0: How we doing? How's your week going? I hope it's going really well, because uh, it's time for another brand new episode of Terribly Funny. Hey, gang. How are you? Uh, it's me, your, your buddy, your pal, your friend, your host, Steve Bazalone. And this, of course, is the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. <sighs> Fun stuff, right? Um, well, today, we have a wonderful guest. She's an old friend. Uh, it's the very talented and ever so lovely actress, Miss Anna O'Reilly. What can I tell you about Anna? Well, uh, outside of just being a, a real a lovely person, you've also seen her in The Help. You've seen her in Elvis uh, and Nixon. You've seen her in Fruitvale Station. You've seen her in all sorts of TV stuff, like uh, How I Met Your Mother. You've seen all over the place. She's great. She's talented. She's wonderful. And today, she's going to talk to us about something that i think is um easy to overlook but is wildly universal and it's kind of uh the what is the the identity and sense of home and what that means when you kind of lose that and uh mourning a place it's a weird weird sensation but uh very universal so we're going to get to that in just one second but before we do let me say hey friends do you like the show do you if you do, hey, why don't you go to our iTunes page? Give us a rating, give us a review, leave us a comment. That's a nice thing. Also, you can check us out on all the, the various social medias. Uh, we're on Instagram. It's terribly funny podcast. Give us a follow. I put up pictures of all of our attractive guests and me looking, you know, sometimes uh, sleepy and hungover because I do it early in, in the weekend sometimes. That's just a little fun fact. Um, <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter. It's terribly underscore funny. And if you want to have like a real live conversation with me via email because uh, I honestly really do love to uh, to hear from you guys you can drop me a line at terriblyfunnypodcast at gmail there you go I'm done I'm done with that part and now we're going to get to the thing that you came here for which is to hear Anna O'Reilly talk about home and fire and um, just being an adult man anyways here we go let's get that theme music
1: Water, and we
0: pulled each other into
1: the deep end but there is only one of you and I'll accept no, please, please. So my great grandmother built this beautiful, cozy lodge in Central Washington in mm-hmm. the I forget what year exactly. I think 1930. It's where my parents got married. It's where oh, my wow. sister got married. It's where oh, wow. yeah, I spent huge amounts of my childhood. I every summer for sure. And also, we were homeschooled. There was just like a more than a second home. Wow! And my uh, and it's in Central Washington in the mountains. In 1994, we were there was a horrible forest fire and we were all evacuated. So fires have always been on the mind in this Mm -hmm. location. And then three years ago, this September, it burned to the ground from an electrical fire.
0: What? That seems because that's not like there's not a ton of people. I feel like there's so many things that are pervasive. Like everybody has people, you lose people all the time in some right. capacity, and, and I don't know. But like fires, yeah, I guess they happen all the time. But I don't know anybody's had something burned down. Yeah, like, not it's really.
1: Really strange because I've I've lost people close to me. Um, I know many people who mm-hmm. have lost loved ones, but losing a, a physical space that means a lot and is just Stuff. Yeah, it's
0: very, very, very strange. Yeah, I mean, especially you said '94 or no? You no. Said, uh, so 94 the, was the, the fire,
1: fire was only to say that we had all imagined that this right. place could burn down. So it wasn't like out of the realm of possibility. Right, right, right. But then, uh, so many years later, just three years ago, it burned to the ground in the middle of the night. No one was in it. Thank God. Um, and it was just all of a sudden a hole in the ground and none of the forest was affected. So it was just this house and all this, you know, family photos and, uh, but uh, just a physical space, but just all of a sudden gone. And that, yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's really interesting because I think what you're saying, like, I don't know when you read a book and, and it's like, well, New York is one of the characters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. you talk about, like, the city is one of the, the totally. home is one of the characters. Totally. And that sounds like such a cheesy, pretentious thing to say, but it's true. Like, I remember, I've talked about this before, but like, when I first started writing, like, writing short stories or whatever in college, like, so much about it was like the essence of home.
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: like, I didn't have anything else to write about. I hadn't lived enough life. Sure. But it was like, it was such a, intangible palpable feeling of like home just feels away and it's like such a strong part of me yeah and then it just goes away like literally in smoke
1: yeah it was wild and you never um even when we had imagined back when we were evacuated from the place in 94 that had such a sense of emergency of like the whole forest might burn down and everyone will lose their homes which would have been a tragedy too but this just out of nowhere and everything else is intact and just the house becoming this big black hole in the ground um, was so strange and the way in which my family I mean it was like we grieved yeah but it felt silly to grieve because also it really is just stuff
0: it's just stuff
1: and uh, it's just stuff and everybody was okay and Actually, good stuff has has come out of it, I right. guess. But just the tricks your mind does and that magical thinking—of course, that always happens with a person. Of they were just here, where did they go? Yeah. Um, then, for it to be about a home and, but that room that I spent all that time in is just is only, you know, in my mind now. Yeah,
0: but I think I mean yes, I think in the simplest level, it's just things. Mm-hmm. Everything's temporary. It's just. It's not, it's tactile nonsense, Mm -hmm. but like the, but on another level, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, there's certain things like I can still, my my mother moved out of my childhood home when I was 24 or something. Mm And it's still standing, but you know there's been two or three of their owners since then. Right. But just like I remember the smell of that the place. Smell. Remember the smell of that place? place. I remember like how the like the way it shifted. Like you could hear it in the winter, like making weird when the when the heater would kick on. Yeah,
1: the way the light comes in certain windows. Yeah,
0: like the places you'd take a nap because, like, well, that's in the, that's like a perfect shaft of sunshine. Like all those weird intangible mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and those are the things I think you kind of mourn because. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Because it just like. Somehow it's like so uh, formative, right? Yeah, because you spent a lot of time there. You went. To, you were homeschooled I was,
1: there. Uh, yeah, I was, I was homeschooled there. Like I said, my parents got married there. My sister got married there. I mean, it's. I could show you there's a picture of the of it on my wall. I mean, it's just this a hu- huge part of yeah not only my my family's life but so many generations. It goes so you know three generations back. Right. What's also interesting is that when you when you lose a person. Every one-on-one relationship is so different. Right. Like even if my sister loves someone as much as I love them, her relationship is different. Yeah. Going to be different, much. Sure. But I think we kind of all had the same relationship with this house. Right. So, um, although we we've all since dealt with it's not being there anymore in different ways now that a new house is taking its place. Right. One of my sisters has struggled more with that than I have, whereas my approach has been like, you know what, that's that house is, it's gone, this is has to be a new thing, we can't try to recreate it, uh, and she's still...
0: Well, that's an interesting litmus test of like, Giving you, like, an mm-hmm. idea of, like, what's it going to be like when we lose, like, a family member or something, or somebody, like, closer to us, uh-huh. you know what I mean, like, and how people react to grief differently, even though it's, like, a yeah. smaller context, right. it's still, like, oh, okay, now I kind of see, it's, like, a fire drill. Right. And, pun <laughs> not intended, but, like, it is, like, okay, now I see, like, I, a little bit how we're going to react to things. Right. Um I think you said something that was kind of interesting. Like, it's like, it's just a place, but you grieve for it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like the things in your life where you like feel that you need to apologize for having feelings about.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause you
0: need to like, you need to like marginalize. It. Like, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. But then you're like, but I, I'm fucking sad. Right.
1: Well, with all this, like, well, I have such a lucky life and I have a loving family. So the fact that we have a house at all, I mean, it's yeah. amazing. And yeah. a, a beautiful one at that. Uh, so then, if you can make everything feel silly, sure. Um, but yeah, what was interesting is that it was a lesson on both ends of the spectrum. On the one hand, it's it really is just stuff, mm-hmm. and really no one was hurt. And not only that, the the forest is intact. If right. if, if all of that had gone, that would take
0: yeah.
1: never in my lifetime would that. Yeah. would I see that again. But a house can be rebuilt. Sure. Um, And then on the other hand, it's not just stuff. It feels like it's the container for all the memories. And it's, uh, you know, where so many first things for all of us happened. And it feels like all those memories are gone because the place is gone.
0: Yeah, a little bit, right?
1: Even though that's not true. That's what it felt like.
0: It's not true at all. But, like, just in... um, Shit, man, I just... uh, When my mom died, just, like, little things... It's not the same, but it's like there's certain things that she remembered better. And I would be like, hey, you remember this uh-huh. thing? And then she'd recant the story, recount the story to me. Yeah. And it's kind of you're like this vessel for this memory. uh uh-huh. Like you were like, you were the gatekeeper to this memory in a lot of ways. Like a physical place is that, right? Yeah. You can go back and like, hey, that's where I stood when I got married or whatever right. it was. Right, right. Yeah. Does that... What did you learn about that? Like, you know, you said self-professed, like have a, had, a, had a very you know a, a good we're all good and we're all lucky but like yes, yes. having like a good life like does that is it like do you feel like you've learned things from that and like it's prepared you for perhaps things in the future the fire yeah
1: i i do think i have it has changed my relationship with with stuff like hmm. uh i just physical objects. I noticed that that I, that have meant something to me that I've lost since that time. I, well, that's that's just gone, and I didn't need it anyways. And I'm still here, and I obviously have lots of yeah. You got stuff. We all got stuff. stuff. We all got yeah. stuff. But I think I am less and less emotional about stuff. Really. I think
0: that's no. That's interesting because I would think I would almost. I guess that just by nature you have to like make peace with it. Like, yeah. all right, well, I didn't lose the memories because they're here. Yeah. I still have a brain, so it's it's here. But like the other side of it is like, man, there was shit that I really love there and I didn't even notice. Should yeah. I pay more attention to these inanimate objects that bring me joy or whatever? Or like how they're attached to things?
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Another thing is that also... A lot of what we lost was not all, all. Our world is so digital now. Like there, I don't have any photos. In I have a few that yeah. I would be so sad if this house were to burn. But you know, there were childhood photos of my mom that we had right. not. You know, and yeah. um, a really crazy thing was that my great grandmother knew Eleanor Roosevelt, and Eleanor sure. Roosevelt had carved her name into the. If you open this drawer in a hutch shaped car turning in wood on the side of it like something like that's crazy that's pretty cool uh, and I don't need that no that,
0: that's a cool but little it it's a cool little totem cool, and yeah
1: my grandma would always talk about it yeah and, uh, and then my my diet skinned a snake once and it was we sure. have yeah, this crazy story about it when I was 8 years old that was on the all these things that I that I loved and were the you know the fabric of childhood for me yeah um, I forget where I was going with this but, uh, yeah, it's those things. Like, if this couch were to burn, mm-hmm. it's just a couch. Just a couch. It's, just like, it's the weird thing. The things, thing. Yeah. That if I were to, you know, in the future have kids, would want to show and yeah. tell the story. And now I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably never tell the story of the snakes getting in the same way. Yeah. But also, even in talking about this, it sounds unim. Un- un- you can't I can't.
0: Well I think it's um, like it's like childhood, right? Yeah. I mean just so many things like you talk about childhood, like it's the foundation for everything, but you right. tell like and there was this one tree that I used to climb. You're like, yeah, you climbed a fucking tree, great. We all right. climb trees. But it's I don't know. It's or it's also like talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. Like they're so important to you, mm-hmm. but like, well, I don't have the basis for this, so I don't know. Right. But there's right. in a totally. house. It can, was
1: very dreamlike. Yeah. And thinking about it now. You can if you can think back to like the high to the high school you went to, it Mm -hmm. probably looks nothing like
0: Yeah, it's changed. It's changed.
1: But if you think of high school, you're still thinking of those old buildings Mm -hmm. and not and that's really weird. And so now when I think of of that that home kind of switching gears into thinking about the new the new space that my family is going to occupy and where does that old space go? It's really just in my imagination.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know, it's not the same thing, but I remember even when I used to grow up in Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. I also went to school in Boston, and now when I go back to either place, um, like for a period, those... Boston in particular was like, I was such a, I was such a part of that city. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was such a part of me. Mm -hmm. uh, Just because, you know, you had your, Mm -hmm. the movies, the theaters you went to, the streets that you lived on, your friends Mm -hmm. went to, you went to like the first parties and kisses and like all these things. uh, And then you leave it for a while and you come back and just like, none of that's there. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, but you moved on without. It's like meeting like an ex, like an ex lover and then like, oh, you've, You've got, like, a whole thing going on,
1: and I'm not a part of that. It's, like, a
0: little demoralizing. It's, like, but you still mean so much to me, but I don't mean shit to you.
1: Right, right, right.
0: It's, like, a weird... I mean, I don't know. It's maybe silly, but... No, totally.
1: Even in the time... I mean, you and I feel like I've lived in Los Angeles the same amount of time, Mm -hmm. when... When buildings are weird apartment buildings that you would drive by that maybe you liked and would notice in the back of your mind and then something new and ugly gets put up and you're like, wait, no, but that...
0: There's so much charm to it. a restaurant
1: closes and you're like, oh, but I went there all the time. Yeah. That's my." And you, you're you like, you weren't allowed to move on yeah. without asking my permission. Okay, I never went to that restaurant, but I liked driving by yeah. and knowing it was
0: there. 100%. There like used to be a, a house on 3rd Street and it was... Uh, You've probably, you've probably driven by it was like there was so many like Greco-Roman statues in Florida
1: yes, yes.
0: yeah and then somebody else bought it yes. and they took down the statues and it's like
1: You're, no no no
0: I get it because that place was, was an so eyesore <laughs> it was fucking yeah. ridiculous but that was part of the charm yeah it was like the kitschiest most bullshit totally. house but you'd let, every time you drive by like that's stupid house
1: yeah or you'd be like I would always be like god who are who those people who lives there what is happening mist- what is that story yeah, the mystery I was trying to solve in my head about the family that lived there yeah totally you're not allowed to move on without me yeah. i know
0: you don't know anything about me but <laughs> yeah. i'm invested in you but
1: that was mine yeah
0: <laughs> fuck you man you don't get to do that
1: yeah our relationship with
0: space and landmarks is really it's strong yeah it is and it's weird because it's like easily to marginalize it because it's you're right it's just a it's just stuff it's just a room we're in yeah but i don't know man it's a vessel it's like a container but i think you said like it's a container for memories yeah which is basically what we are, but like, there's like, that's a way of, I can look to it and that's where it happened. Yeah. Has it done anything? Um, has it changed to you? Cause you said like, you like things are like seem like a little more temporary now. Right. Like you could, it's just stuff. It's mm-hmm. not as important. Not like mm-hmm. giving you the same heightened value. Mm-hmm. Has it, um, even mm-hmm. though you weren't living there at the time, has it given you like a little bit more of, uh, fear about like, the inverse of that, like things being temporary?
1: Oh, uh, that's interesting.
0: That like things can just go away. Hmm.
1: Surely. But I would say most of, of what I've thought about since then has been about, you know, it was, it was my, my childhood summer, mm-hmm. summer place, I guess. But for my mom, it kind of was this, Symbol uh, who who had a very difficult childhood. It's brought up all this family stuff from my Mm. mom that was kind of just under the surface, and um, seeing seeing my mom. I think maybe that's why I connected the two today to what my mom, what I mentioned, my mom is going through. Seeing my mom being confronted with. Stuff that maybe a lot of people were trying to suppress that came out in this fire right. um, has been uh, a a learning experience. But but y- sorry, back to what you asked about stuff. Just um, I think I've all I've always been a worried, anxious person cool. that worries cool. yeah. about everyone dying. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure that I think any more now about things, just things being impermanent than I than I ever did. More just like we have no control. Right. You know. You yeah. can have.
0: It's all chaos.
1: It's all chaos. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, the electrical fire it was literally it was from, a toxic, uh, can of, paint and mm-hmm. a rag in like. It was the craziest kind of fire that could have happened. It was just like a mistake that someone left it there. Like we have no control.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. Okay. Cause this is a game that I feel like you play whenever you talk about fires. If this place, the place we're sitting in goes up, like, and you have like, I, I have 20 seconds to grab the thing, the thing or two or three things that are most important. What do you, you, like put that in perspective of like, okay, I prioritize. Do you grab books? Do you grab pictures?
1: I think I grab pictures. That's so, kind of the feeling now, right? I grab pictures. I'm sure if I had a pet, I would grab a pet.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, you'd be a dick if <laughs> you grabbed you grab a picture sister? of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and the pictures.
0: Um, this is a tangent, but I'm just interested in it because it's something I didn't know about you. Yeah. You were homeschooled for how long?
1: I, so I was homeschooled on and off. When I was six, my family moved to France and uh, we lived there. 12 or red death. Travel writer dad, yeah. yes. We lived there on and off for six years. And while we were there for part of the time, my mom would homeschool us. Hmm. And then we, so we would go between France and Washington State and California. And when we were doing the Washington State and France portions, we were homeschooled. Until my parents enrolled us in a, you know, a, school a in regular school, yeah. But they were just they moved us to France with no plan and we were just basically on one big road trip for a very long time and they uh, figured it out as they went.
0: That sounds magical. Three little kids, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Did it, um, I mean, so how long in total were you homeschooled? Like just like a year or was it like a longer? It
1: was so piecemeal. Right. um, That it probably all put together surely a year. Yeah. Um, but, But it would be like four months at a time and then back in school and another couple months. Right. And it's all over the place. I have no concrete chronology in my mind about it. I'd like to, it'd be, it'd be nice to sit down and really have a map of, of all those years.
0: Well, because you moved, you moved around so much. Was it like harder to plant roots? And was like, is that why also this place was kind of so important? Yes. I
1: yeah. think i totally, totally. Um, we, well, absolutely. I think it was more. It was important because it was a sense of home when there wasn't one a lot of the mm-hmm. time. Right. In terms of physical space, like we always couldn't wait to get back, even though we were living the coolest, most exotic childhood. It was like nothing was better than.
0: Well, sure. As a yeah. kid, when, when you're like, a kid. I mean, I don't know why. Just like grandma's was the fucking best. And yeah. That's, I don't know why. Because mm-hmm. it was just like always love and it was consistent. I yeah, guess that's yeah. that's the things you're yearning Cons- for. Consistency. Yeah.
1: A- absolutely. When you move around a lot as a kid, you just like crave mm. that. And um, but but more than that, I think moving around made it hard, like socializing with other kids. Right. And also, let me tell you a little something. It's not true of all homeschooled kids, but. Homeschooled kids can be very weird, and when you are being homeschool socialization, and, right? Yes, yeah. and we would sometimes, you know, a lot of homeschooled families will like do things with other homeschooled families. So sometimes those were the kids like, that we were.
0: Oh no! So it's like we're making as a dance. We're both, <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, get dressed up and have some punch. We're hanging out with Central.
1: Yeah, yeah. We had some real, real colorful, funny characters. Yeah. That we would,
0: No, it is a it is a gross like, generalization, but yeah. Yeah. Home There's something
1: is. to it sometimes.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I, again, going back to the old the old Frank Zappa adage, like that's what like college is for. It's just like socialization. And Like yes. that's where that's what all the things that came for me is like I met all these people who I learned more from yes. than I did any any books really. Right. Right. Um, yeah. If you're just like your if your world is two other people and they happen to be your siblings. Yes. It's, they can feel claustrophobic, right?
1: Well, I, um, I think yes. When you're that age, mm-hmm. you're like, ugh, my sisters. I just want to be my friends. Yeah. But now, my we are so 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 close, right. and I think that that's because we just had each other, and I wouldn't change that for anything. That I do think it did make me. Um, it, it did encourage whatever timidity I already had, and. I, now you know jen and jules we joke about how how long it takes me to come i mean how long have i known you but yeah. I, we don't know much about no. each other i don't know
0: about you know your life on the road <laughs> like a gypsy That's fantastic
1: <laughs> but i feel like my friendships happen very slowly um or which is or uh, the All opposite amongst, because yeah. of the industry i mean like yeah. Here, you'll be friends with these people for three weeks. Yeah. Okay. And they
0: were family for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But in a normal routine life, I, I'm much shyer and slower at it, I think,
0: because of...
1: I have my sisters. I don't have to talk to anybody else.
0: Right. This, I mean, I think this is, like, the, the, the portal with which to ask these questions through. Um, but just, like, when you said there's, like, a little bit of, yeah, it's just stuff... Stuff doesn't... It's mm-hmm. They're just things. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that, like, transferred to other, other facets of your life? Because mm-hmm. like, I know... Like, for me... Um, whenever, like... Uh, work is hard... Or, like, somebody is being kind of an, an asshole... Mm-hmm. Like, I have no qualms about, like, being like... Hey! Stop being an asshole! Or just, like, not hanging around. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there was... I like, had a period of time where, like... This is not worth it. Mm-hmm. Or, like... This can't hurt me. I've been through way worse. Is there, like, a like, thing, like, those kinds of things happen? Like, oh, right. It's all kind of bullshit. I'm just going to... Do
1: you still have to remind yourself of that, though? When you have... If if you're in a situation in which you're finding your feelings to be hurt in mm-hmm. maybe a, a medium-sized way, do you have to be like, whoa, whoa, Steve, you've endured worse. Like, don't let this get sure, to you. Or sure. you're like, no, my feelings are just hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, um... Why do you think they're always hurt? I just think yeah. it's, um... I think, well, personally, it's, it's different. Because, uh-huh. you know, I think you have more of a choice in that, uh-huh. I guess, when, you know, in the people you spend time with, the friends, the relationships. Right. But, like, in a work scenario, right. when somebody feels like, it's like oh, you're not respecting me, or, uh-huh. you know, it's something that's fuck Like, it's just like, I don't need this. Uh-huh. And like, or also, like, this doesn't bother me that much because it's just work. And that way, like, uh-huh. you can't hurt me because yeah. uh, I've been through much worse. Right. But I also think this perspective, like, yeah, you have to, like, you have to remind yourself of, like, oh, right, 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 I have been through worse. Take a deep breath. Uh I guess the question is, like, when something like that happens to you, when you lose something that's so important to you, even if it is just a a place, Mm -hmm. does it a little bit like, oh, this thing with a boyfriend, this thing with a friend, this thing with a job is, like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's all temporary.
1: Uh, No, I don't think it's affected how I feel in Relationships or hurtful things happening or painful things happening in relationships. the The relationship part of it has been watching my mother go through uh, this kind of explosion of her, uh, having to confront a lot of things about her childhood because Mm -hmm. this was so, in some ways, so much more her childhood than mine. because she had such a difficult childhood that this was a safe place for her, whereas right. I have a really close and beautiful, loving family. So it was close and beautiful no matter where we were, but for her, this was the one happy place and mm-hmm. seeing that, um, you know, it, it, her having to to face the loss of that and, and, and um, I don't know, like I said, just, it, it's made me feel protective of my mother. Right in a way well, that I haven't before
0: I get that when you see like anytime you see somebody close to you and especially a parent because they're mm-hmm. there is the one who's nurturing you and you mm-hmm. see like them being fragile mm-hmm. or vulnerable mm-hmm. it's like oh right I want to do the same thing that you did for me for always yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and now that um, with fire insurance money mm-hmm. they're getting to rebuild this home they're rebuilding it with uh, you know, their vision for the future. So it's, it's bigger because they hope to have grandkids and, mm. and it, it's made me think about how it's made me think about my parents thinking about the legacy they want to leave for their grandkids right. or the space they want to be in with their grandkids. And my parents are the type of, like they've never said to me, what are you having? Sure. But I know they're thi- Of course. And so it's like in the
0: next, I want to take that adventure. Let's try that yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's projected me into the future in a new way not that I don't already do that mm-hmm. but um, knowing that, that uh, just knowing without words how important that next right. chapter will be for them and that's what they're looking forward to is made me think about uh, where I am in relationships or what I want and children and all yeah. of that very just
0: put like a point on it yeah well it's interesting because like it's another thing about like what the imagery of fires just like destroying everything but then there is like the the image of like a phoenix like Mm -hmm. so there's like catharsis and new growth that comes out of that yeah yeah
1: yeah it's actually been it's been really wonderful watching my parents kind of fantasize about the future in Mm -hmm. an exciting way um is the flip side to that and and then it's also like me being totally neurotic about like oh my god (laughs) Oh, no, no. Um, what's happening?
0: <laughs> how, wait, how much, how much time do I have? Where, where did I come from? All those fun questions. As we, we don't, we're not old, but we're not young. That's a weird place to be, right? <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah.
1: But you, you you, need, like, you need, for forests need fire for new, new growth, seeds. Yeah. For new growth. So it's a, you know, necessary evil. And that's what this feels like. It feels like the new growth that's happening. And sad that we had to lose the old one. But,
0: um... Yeah, do you has it made you? I mean, it's 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 weird to keep on going back to this, but I think there's a lot of questions to it. Like, has it made you like yearn for like a new safe space, mm-hmm. or is it just like no? I have my own life, and this is just a relic. And now it's like interesting to see my parents, like how what they want to do in their next chapter. It feels like just kind of like the closing of a chapter, right?
1: Uh, if it doesn't feel like a closing. I, I was worried that it would become a painful place to go back to mm-hmm. with a new home that that it would that all I would be able to think about was the old and um, would I avoid going because when it first happened we didn't know would they be able to build a new place how long would that take right. so then the question was well will I want to go back with the same amount of frequency to this place that's now painful. feels painful Yeah. Um, and the first time going there when it was uh, really everything gone in a hole in the ground was very painful and really weird. Um, because the thing about it is you can be really grieving and torn up about it, but it's it's not like losing a person sure. you know, at all. So very soon you're like, you know, touching one another and being like, "Here we are. We're okay. We're still here." You can snap out it. Of- so that's yeah. really, it. Was a weird grieving because it was easier to go in and out of it. And I would get struck by it all of a sudden and think of the rooms and the, you know, running through the hallways. But then be like, "Okay, but
0: it, everything's fine." Everybody, that used to run through this hallway. I still talk it's still to all here. the same people that yeah. I talked to
1: before yeah. Yeah, so it didn't become a painful place and um, the, the, the new home that's there is very beautiful and feels exciting because it's so exciting for my parents and I yeah. think we're actually going to spend more time there. So,
0: hmm. um, Just because you touched on it and it's a thing that I think about and I don't even have the same like biology but like it's weird being this age, right? Yes.
1: Very weird.
0: Just because we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not old. No. By any means. No. But we're definitely not young anymore. Yeah. And you have to start, and you start thinking about, like, family, or, or just, you have to start thinking about things in a much more real way than you did before, like, the things that didn't happen organically in your life. Yeah. With relationships or whatever. Yeah. It's like, well, now I have to actually, like, start thinking about it in a very real way. And there's, like, all this, it's a pressure cooker.
1: Yes. I feel lucky, uh... That my mom didn't have me till she was 36. And oh, wow. she didn't have my youngest sister till she was 40.
0: And so, that's kind of fluffy. And then she had one
1: in between at 38. Yeah. <laughs> like, Good for mom. Yeah. And so I've always uh, and my parents didn't get married till my mom was 32. So in my mind, everything kind of happens mm-hmm. later. Yeah. But now I'm 32 and I'm like, oh. well, oh, this what this is the age? Oh, well, okay. Well, huh. Not there yet, (laughs) but with having kids, I still feel like I got time. But I know that that's not—it's not far away, and those four years are gonna go by. Yeah, man. So it's very—it's very weird.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a very universal thing. I just like it so often when I hang out with anybody, dates or otherwise. It's always like at this age, like, where do we stand?
1: Do you want kids?
0: Yeah, I mean I'd be fine with singular. Because I'm an only. Uh-huh. So, like, I, I'm fine to do two. Anything yeah. more than that, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. I don't want to be outnumbered. <laughs> that seems like Overpopulation. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's interesting how, like, just, like, losing, like, a, a home will, like, stir all that shit up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely stirred stirred up a lot of stuff. And also the the stirring up of the stuff and the thoughts about kids and the future is... is it was like a slow release, mm-hmm. you, you know. I wasn't thinking about that when it first happened. That was more the loss of the space. But it's only now in the the rebuilding has
0: brought up right. other,
1: a separate set of, you know, yes. questions and and mm. yeah, all that
0: stuff. What advice would you give to anybody who is like mourning something, but feels like a little bit silly for mourning something? Because, like, there's been times where, like, I feel sad about something, but I don't want to talk to anybody about it because yeah. I know that it's maybe, it's it's not life-shattering. Yeah. But it's still something that, like, in a very real way, uh, I feel sad. Uh, is, that a, is that a good way to frame yeah, that? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, th- I think... People should should feel their feelings. Feel your feelings. Okay, good. I think good. feel your feelings, and if you have to mourn, you know, the loss of Al gelato on Robertson—that's not there anymore—and sure, you feel man. really torn up about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: Dominic's also on. Oh, Fuck.
1: But exactly, Wait, how many friend events did you have?
0: Oh, many. So it's many. Many holidays.
1: Very sad.
0: Real dumb, but it felt like when that closed, it was like watching the finale of Cheers. It's like, yeah, oh.
1: and that does feel like a chapter. Oh, that was my twenties. Yeah. Oh. Because you're never going to go to whatever is there now, probably. No, no. And when you drive by every time, all you're going to think about is...
0: Yeah, it's just like the same thing. It's like a little bit of just like, oh, yeah, life keeps on moving. It doesn't care about what I think. Yeah. It's just like another reminder of like, sorry.
1: Yeah. I say feel your feelings and mourn Dominic's. Uh But like, I I, I do think I try to... Stay away from too much sentimentality. I mean, I feel it. I feel it now with um, the keeping of stuff. Like I used to keep everything, every letter, every whatever. I had bins of of it under my bed and Mm -hmm. in my storage spaces. And just now, I'm a little bit more like, that's great. I still have the memory. I don't need the physical thing to what to to feel it or think about it.
0: That feels freeing that's what it feels like a a good thing I think a lot of people go the other way getting our like I need to uh, hold on uh-huh. to more stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah like am I keeping it just for to to stew in my own nostalgia right. or because I think it's beautiful and I actually want to reread re- it and yeah this thank you note and refill feel those feelings mm-hmm. and think about that person
0: you know yeah, so, uh, somebody at some point, and there's an, I guess it's a colloquialism that I was not familiar with, but I thought it was really lovely, the idea of um, living in the future is is anxiety and living in the past is depression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of also interesting that, like, you know, this thing went away and mm-hmm. you, you're, you and your parents were like, well, that sucks. All those things are gone. But like, nope, now we're just living in, we're going to rebuild and make mm-hmm. new memories.
1: I love that. I haven't heard that. Neither did wow. I. Cause I've had one thing I love to tell myself in self-help moments is like, I'm not afraid of the future. I'm not afraid of the past. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the present. That's a much better way of saying it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, it's also like the simplest thing of just like, just be appreciative of where you are right now yep. and like focus on that. Yeah. And don't worry too much about what's happened. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Yeah. It's hard to take that off the table, but it's always there. But if you can just like kind of try to focus on what's right here, mm-hmm. Which is so hard. Why is that so hard?
1: But yeah, it's the it's the life challenge for all of us. Yeah, that's what we're all doing, right? Do you know anybody that's like truly just the best at living in the present? And do you think those people are just good at pretending they're being present?
0: Um, no, you know I think you know I think interestingly enough I think the people who are the best at living in the present are honestly the ones who are going through something. Uh, I think because so they have to be yeah yeah I think it's a little bit like worrying about the past or the future I think is a little bit of a luxury and uh-huh. I think it's like when yeah. you just have all I can I can just focus on like what's right in front of me right now mm-hmm. whatever however that uh, you know uh, uh, manifests itself um, you know I am a friend who has like a sick daughter and like he's just like every day is just like focus on that yeah yep. you know and it's like those kinds of I think those that's like the odd beauty that comes out of the hardship it's mm-hmm. just like makes you be like the colors are more vibrant. Everything mm-hmm. is. I remember like getting out of the hospital after like you know for like three weeks and just being wheeled out in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And man, I've never felt sunshine feel so good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And like and every other time, like pff, you know, where's my sunglasses? You know what I mean? You're, like you don't focus on like the, you just take it for granted yeah. unless you're like in something.
1: Yeah, I read this thing uh, recently. This little blurb about Julie Andrews that uh, her daughter was, you know, she has a new Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. And her daughter was talking about how in hard times and in wonderful times that Julie Andrews would always say the same thing to them, which was, uh, I think this is it. Are we lucky or what? Like, even if it was in a storm, if it was in a storm and all the power's out, she would say that. Or if it was, like, a beautiful day out, she would say that. Um, So my sister and I, going through little life... Bumps have been actively like, ah are we lucky or what? Like just saying that to one another, just to try to ground us in yeah. the ground us in the present.
0: And just also recognize, like, man, even like the this stuff yeah. that makes you want to scream is like, you're gonna eventually you're gonna look back on that and I'll be like, well, that was kinda cool. That was yeah. like formative in some way. I'm just feeling anything. It's like, yeah, fucking lucky. Yeah. I'm here and I'm breathing. Yeah. Well, that feels like a uh, pretty good note to go on. I'm just. I'm
1: here and I'm breathing. Yeah,
0: and we're all lucky. Yeah. Are we lucky or what?
1: Are we lucky or what?
0: Well, I feel lucky for having this conversation with you.
1: I feel lucky too. Thank you for.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Your home is, uh, you know, I've said this before, but it's a real shithole. I know. I see evidence. Well, how about that? I mean, isn't she lovely? Isn't she delightful? Uh, Anna O'Reilly, everybody. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me over to your delightful home um, late on a Thursday. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, If you want to see what else is happening with Anna, you can check her out on Twitter. It's at Anna O'Reilly, and that's A-H-N-A. O'Reilly uh, you know follow this lady she's wonderful uh, thanks again Anna I really appreciate it also thank you to Hayden Fongheiser for doing everything behind the scenes thank you to Kingdom Flying Club and Julia Pott for doing art and music and per usual gang the biggest thanks goes to you guys cause you're just fucking cool alright gang have a great week I love you